beast is making me What's time but a thing they kill or keep a fire or lose a living I gotta go faster, keep up the pace Just to stay in the human race I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to sate, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. I'm Petey Brave, your man with no plan, and occupying the top left corner. Here with me, as of course, is my team. As of course, of course, is my team. All on screen, all at the same time. We've got over there, we've got Brett. Boogity, 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 amen. Down here, we've got Patrick. Sup, fools. And over in the other corner, we've got Drew. Hey. How's it going? Yes. We're all here gathered to talk about music. And the provider of said music this week is none other than Brett. Brett, what do you got for us this week? Well, I I did Record Breakers, the sniper job, where I I stole one of Drew's albums from him. So we're going to go to a a state. And you didn't say swiper, no swiping. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, we're going to go to a state that's uh, just east, my neighbor to the east, uh, to an area that I'm not familiar with that much. I know somebody in this room is. Uh, we're we're going to talk about Devo and their album, Freedom of Choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an interesting album, to say the least. Uh, Drew, what expectations did you have coming into this album? I expected it to be fucking Devo. <laughs> um, No. Uh I I expected to get some new wave goodness, um, some punk-tinged music, as it were, um, a lot of synth, maybe some good guitar, some driving bass lines, maybe some staccato vocals was what I was expecting, um, a bit of uh, Akron uh, underground punk flavor uh, from it. so I don't know if maybe my expectations for what Devo is was on the money or not. I guess we will see. <laughs> we will see in the next segment. Uh, Patrick, what were your expectations coming to this album? Um, it's Devo. They are uh, firmly, I think, the kings of the weird side of New Wave. And I, and I don't mean that in an offensive manner. They just kind of make weird music, but like in a good way. Um, so I know who Devo are. I've listened to a couple of Devo albums, uh, many of the songs on this included. So I kind of knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the well, themes and elements? Elements and themes? I'm going to yes. switch things up. I'm going to put those. Uh, no, I, you know, there, there's, there's something very special about being a teenager who just got his driver's license and went to Sam Goody and was like, I need to listen to some Devo. There's some Devo. Let me purchase some Devo. And then you're like, you know, it, it's like those uh, those those bad uh, PSAs about doing drugs once and then turning into a junkie. Um, I turned into a weird noise junkie. And uh, this is some weird, silly noise junk. Uh, if you want to shoot some weird junk into your veins uh, that's that's not drugs, but it's music, uh, you, you get some of this. Uh, there's synthesizers. Synthesizers, everybody. Synthesizers. Um, and, and the prime of synthesizers being something that was hip and cool for, you know, pop musicians. But it also came at a time that uh, you could you could do 
um, sort of the biting criticism of punk rock, but do it in a much more digestible and fun to listen to, not record in a basement <laughs> sound. Um, and, uh, you, you know, that with every Devo song, you can sort of guarantee that there's going to be big voice, which you get some big voice. Uh, it's a different kind of big voice than, than, you know, like a Lady Gaga big voice, but it's big voice nonetheless. But you always get a great bass line and a driving beat. It it really does follow a lot of like the punk rock formula of of songwriting, but they always throw in a really, really good bridge into their songs. It's it's it kind of fattens up the songs a whole lot more than just your standard, you know, I wrote this after smoking a weird smelling cigarette. Um, but they, they did a really good job of using a simple song structure and uh, using all of the tools that they had at their at their disposal and not overstaying the welcome of any weird noise that they threw out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? I would just like to uh, do a victory lap for being from the Kent Akron area. Um, I think Devo is probably one of the greatest exports of this area. Um, and that's me, as I said, uh, pre-show. I say that being a basketball fan and knowing exactly who currently uh, lives in Bath Township. So they, there's something about them that's just fantastic. I think Mar- Mark Mothersball is one of the great musical minds in punk rock. I think he's one of the great um, minds, period, in punk, like that sort of punk subset there. Um, I was actually thinking about it. I really wish... I wrote it in my notes. I kind of wish him and Greg uh, Graffin would do like a podcast or something together, just like some sort of political commentary type of podcast or something like that. I think it would be really cool. Um, the synthesizer stuff um, to me exemplifies uh, what new wave is and can be. Um, there's something just fantastic about it. There's great hooks. There's really a lot of fun to it. The vocals, I think what uh, Brett was getting at, I think, is really uh, key here. The vocals are distinctive, and the vocals are exactly what this style of band and what Devo needs. But they're never what somebody would call <laughs> a beautiful vocal. You would never you would never mistake this for pretty. The staccato vocals, though, that style, the fluctuations in it and stuff like that is something that does become sort of big and large, but it's it's it fits it. Um, the, the the bass work is great. It provides punch and accents to a guitar that I think that at times would get lost within the mix with all the synth work going on. Um, but that underlying bass drive gives it enough oomph to get through that. Alan Myers were the drums are good. Don't get me wrong. There's, but nothing ever wows you about the drums, but in a band like this, if the drummer was going ape shit, like, like it would like everything would go haywire because there would be too much. Um, there's a lot of musical, uh, diversity here while still staying very squarely in the new wave aesthetic. And that's to me, what's great. They, they bring in some 
rubber city into it. They bring in other influences, but to me, Devo is like the band I point to when like, why is new wave fun? Have you listened to Devo? Have you listened to freedom of choice? Have you listened to this, like this band and what they can do mm-hmm. and freedom of choice is kind of them in a nutshell. It's great. Well, I, we, I can't we, say more about it. We have listened to Devo and uh, Patrick has listened to Devo specifically. And, what, 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 how would you describe this album musically? How, what, what was your reaction? So this is what, 1980, 1979, like right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, right at the beginning of New Wave. So music prior to this, and I'm, and I'm thinking of the late 60s and early 70s, was made by like painfully cool people. Robert Plant, he could be in the front of any band and he would still be cool. You know, Pete Townsend or Roger Daltrey, like those guys were cool. Devo was Industry a bunch of nerds cool. from... Diva was a bunch of nerds from Cleveland who had synthesizers and wrote clever songs. No, 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 no. Oh, they're from Kent. Sorry. They're from Kent and Akron. They are not okay. from Cleveland. Ohio has okay. more than Cleveland and Columbus. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it also has Cincinnati. God damn it. I just well, no, no, fuck Cincinnati. Let's just, no, nobody cares about Cincinnati. Yeah, fuck no. Cincinnati. Nobody Talk cares about, about Cincinnati. Like, I just went over about how great of an export from Kent slash Akron they are. And, like, fucking damn it, you ruin it with Cleveland. You stirred the pot. Okay, there's some some dorks from Ohio who had some synthesizers and could write really clever songs that were really entertaining. And and they they just embraced being kind of weird and, and rolled with it. And that, like... So much good music came out of Devo breaking that ground of not needing to be cool to be a rock star. And I mean, this is this is where they did it. Go watch the video for Whip It. It's fucking weird. Yes. It's intensely weird, but it's a good song. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And that's, you know, I mean, that's probably how a lot of people remember them. But like for I, I imagine for. You know, the bands that followed that I think really took up, you know, this sort of thing, like bands like They Might Be Giants, it's all that, like, they're not so different from us. Maybe we should actually go make music. And that, it's, to me, like, their their impact as as that is almost more important than the music, which is fun. And I love synthesizers and I love this era of music. So I'm I'm already going to enjoy it. But just just that, like, you didn't have to be... Like some, so have the have some crazy long mane and sing in an incredible falsetto to be a rock star. It doesn't is, hurt. Is good. No, it doesn't hurt. It's it's the easy way. <laughs> I, like I said, you could put Robert Plant in front of any band ever, and they would be amazing because he just he had that thing. Dishwalla. Yeah, put Robert. <laughs> Fr- they wouldn't. They would have had more than one hit. And could could and, you tell me all your thoughts on Dishwalla? Uh, in a future episode yes future episode <laughs> I, I will give my thoughts because i have thoughts uh uh and back to you, you know Katie. what back to me i won't speak like charlie brown's parents i will speak clearly cut it out stop yes. it sorry um <laughs> yes uh We're brett asshole. what would be some of the key tracks for for this album some of the key tracks is here and on I'm going to try and distill this down to just a few choice songs. Um, Girl You Want um, is is one of the songs on this album that uh, 
that really have the the drive and the punch that uh, you can tell a little bit about what influenced Devo coming in lyrically, which I'm not a lyrics guy, but it, it does seem something that is relatable by a large swath of the uh, OG Devo uh, listenership. Um, and, and it has what I really like about Devo songs. is It's just a very simple song, but they really changed the gears and go into this really neat bridge. Um, and it, it really brings the song together, you know, like a fancy rug brings room. Um, but uh, Freedom of Choice is, is by far, it, it's one of my favorite songs ever by anyone. Um, it, it's got a great, you know, it, it's a chord progression that every punk rock band has written a song to. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, the same progression, but done in such a weird, funky, Devo way. Um, and it has by far one of the most cool choruses of any song ever. Um, it, it's, it, that song is a very um, underrated compared to what everybody knows of Devo 4 um, track. And um, I really like That's Pep. Um, it, the song matches the title. Uh, it's, it's got a fun groove. Um, it, it does that, uh, some, some really weird stuff with the instrumentation that, uh, you thinking back, I don't know of anything that did that stuff before this album. Um, the synth swells, uh, that jangle guitar, which, you know, I am a sucker for a Telecaster any day of the week. Um, especially in places where, it shouldn't be, which this this album is a very very tinny, high pitched album to begin with. It's there's even the low end sound a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It, it just hangs out and it like it's almost like a ska album or something. It, it's like things to hang out up high, but you get like the weird low stuff that uh, that, that that sort of lays the foundation. This thing could have needed a Les Paul to fatten things up, but it didn't. So the thing that fattens things up is the is the is the vocals, and, and you know, you can go through this album piece by piece and dissect everything, and the stuff that you think is genius is probably something they just figured out on the fly in the studio. But I think that they really put at least those three songs together about as well as you can put a song together. Mm-hmm. Uh Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well. What do I say an opening track should do? Should introduce you to the band. Driving bass? Check. Great, catchy synth? Check. Staccato vocals? Check. I'm not even lying when I say that I put relatable uh, but satirical lyrics. Um, Check. Welcome to Devo. Have at it. Um, I'm going to talk about... Um, with it because well it it's Devo. Well, um, if you have a problem it, when a problem comes along, you must whip it. I must go ahead and whip it. Um it's instantly catchy. It's instantly memorable. Um the whip crack sound effect makes me personally laugh every single time I hear it because like I know what happened when they were writing that song and they were like, Oh, when we record this, we have to add a whip. Like, we have like to Sir Mixalot had. Sir Mixalot took that whip and and used it to his advantage used it well and they they use it well here i don't um, think he would have done it if it weren't for devo i, I he brought the whip <laughs> to the forefront devo devo did devo did bring a musical whip um to something that 
really needed it. Um, and it was great. But this this song in itself, like, makes me wonder about, like, bands in general. Like, when Devo was listening to playback of this in the studio, I wonder if they knew that they had something special on their hands and they had something that was, like, gonna be memorable all these years later. Because even for people who don't know the band Devo, they know Whip It. Like, you don't not know Whip It. Like, that... Does, did Tommy Two-Tone come out of the studio realizing that 8675309 was going to be a hit? Uh, they 8675309, know? parenthetical, Jenny. Jenny. The, the, yes. Yeah, can't forget Jenny. Is, is, that, is that the girl you should turn to? Um, But no, like, it's just... The recording of it was so good, and, like, the song is so catchy. Do you walk out of the studio knowing that that's that catchy? Like, do you know... Like, hey, maybe we have something special on our hands. People might really, really love this. I don't know. It's something fun that I wish I could be a fly on the wall for. Um, But then Gates of Steel. I've got to talk about Gates of Steel. Because far and away, note for note, this is probably... I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably my favorite new wave song of all time. Um, It is a song that is quintessentially Devo to me. Um, It has a rubber city uh, sort of punk attitude to it, snarl to it, that the guitar tone would, like felt very like what the rubber city rebels and like the, the like sort of Akron punk scene was about at that point. Um, you have the, the great synth line. That is what Devo is. Um, this by far is the song that puts the biggest smile on my face when it comes to Devo. I love gates of steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, get the obvious out of the way with it. That's such a great pop song. It's endlessly memorable. It's absurd in the way that Devo is often absurd. Um, it, it's got a great, like that synth line is so freaking like driving and perfect. And I mean, there's a reason people are still paying Devo money to use that song in commercials and movies and shit. Cause it is, it just it is a really really good song and it's also a really like good time warp back to back to this era. Um, Freedom of choice is so good. It's a little more complete of a song than Whip It, um, and and like it, it just it's it sounds like eighties new wave everything good about it without any of the bad and. It's a really good example. And I, the chorus is really, really good. And then uh, near the end, there's a song called Mr. B's Ballroom. And I don't know why, but I love that song. It's just fun and weird and excellent. And it has woes. And, mm-hmm. it, and it uses woes really well. And woes don't always get used well. And it just it has a good hook. And it, it throughout all of these, there's these super strong you know, synth melody is that you, you just latch on to and, and they kind of make the songs and they build around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some fantastic tracks there. Uh, we can kind of bring it back around the horn uh, to kind of get your opinion. Uh, Drew, what would be your final word on Devo's Freedom of Choice? I, when I say I'm proud of my state, I am proud of my area and I've I'm proud of the things we can do. 
um, there are some things that come to mind as far as the rubber industry in Akron and the art college in Kent. But two bands come to mind, and it's the Rubber City Rebels, and it is Devo. And like I said before, I think Mark Mothersbaugh um, is, as far as musically speaking, is genius. Um, there's just something special about Devo. And if you haven't heard more than just Whip It, you are doing yourself a personal disservice. I I really, truly believe that. I think Devo is one of the most fun bands out there, um, especially from this era. I think they are... The fact that they became sort of one of the faces of uh, New Wave, I think is uh, something they deserve. Um, also, uh, as Brett mentioned, the fact that uh, one of them may be the uh the mo- have a uh cartoon character modeled after them uh that he did music for the cartoon itself talk about maybe chucky finster maybe maybe <laughs> a little bit um yeah if you're if you're a kid that grew up on rugrats and you thought the music and the sound of that was cool and you've never heard devo fix the fucking problem uh, rugrats uh maybe beekman's world beekman's maybe. world, world yeah <sighs> yes um or maybe if you're even younger than that and you are a fan of Mark's magical uh, pictures on Yo Gabba Gabba, maybe check out the band he was in that your parents might be really into. Yeah. Or your grandparents if you're that young. Or your <laughs> grandparents. kind of sad, but yeah. You're just, you're just terrified. <laughs> also, if you're that, also, if you're that young and listening to our podcast, why? Drew, you're, you do the math. You're getting old. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck, I am getting old. I just, you know, what, 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 I used to be with it. What, what I was with, isn't it? What's it? Yes, yes Grandpa Simpson. And Have it will I, happen to you. Enough. Have I lost touch? No. It is the children who are wrong. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Simpson, is, this whole show up. Um, Yes. We're making was, Simpsons references. I thought I think that, last, that counts us as old. <laughs> I thought that. I thought that. I thought that last quote was uh, Vince McMahon, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but Patrick, what were your what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album as a whole? Uh, go listen to Devo and appreciate that Mark Mothersbaugh exists because he he did the music for Rugrats, which is kind of a foundational show in my childhood. And I think a lot of people around my age who are into cartoons, like that is one of the shows of our era. He scored like a whole bunch of Wes Anderson movies, and I enjoy a good, weird Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's done so much cool shit outside of Devo that you almost forget that once he was in this really great band called Devo. And you should listen to Crash that. Crash Bandicoot and the Jackson also- and Daxter series. <laughs> yep. Daxter. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run this back a little bit. We're talking a lot about how genius Mark Mothersbaugh is, and he was genius, like from a composer level. This is that is not taking away from the rest of the band members who are all great. Oh no, um, Devo both, Devo as a whole were great. Mark yeah. is just like I'm saying like Mark is the face of something that was fantastic. Yes. Yes. I, I did it too and I realized so. and I was like, wait, Mark correctly about- surrounded himself with other talented people and oh, made great music with them. Yeah. Well, the, 
one of them might have been his brother. At yeah, the best. yeah, but like, yes. yeah, Bob, the the, the, Bob uh, mother's the, bra. The, the 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 production on this album should the, the, this could have been lost in the mix too as yes. well. Like the, this album did a lot uh, with the guys mixing it too. So, I, I it was a a team effort. We came out. We uh we 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 did our best. Uh, um, we we were diva. We we hope uh, that we're we're looking at next week's game, um, not uh, looking in the past. So yes. yes, taking it one game at a time. That's right. Uh, yeah, Brett. What would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? Uh, there are very few albums that that I can say that that there is no reason not to listen to it, uh, if only for the educational aspects of it. Um, even if you don't eventually enjoy uh the the experience having a knowledge of what devo is and why devo is a thing people talk about it will educate you more about music and the period of time you know the early 80s is a weird time in music you'll understand it slightly more uh, it's it's kind of a weird thing it's it doesn't stand on its own there's plenty of other weird stuff that happened in the early 80s but the fact that it got mainstream acceptance it's in some level uh, tells you where the music industry was, uh, how DIY music was done, and how weird noises were marketable. And there are things that Devo did that made it so other people could do weirder, ridiculous shit. I, I, I have a feeling that without a Devo... Guar might not have been a thing. Uh, definitely, they might be giants. Um, wouldn't have near as much of a, uh, a template to look at and base things off of um, on the weird side. Uh, and, you know, even going in towards the late 80s where people were writing just ridiculous lyrics over noise rock, um, you know, it, it, the things sort of evolved from a point uh, in the late 70s when everybody got sick of disco and synthesizers started being cheap. Um, and I think you should go back and listen to at least to this album. You should have a couple of Devo albums laying around that you just pop in and you're like, man, my mom lived in a weird time kind of a thing. Um, but uh, it won't hurt you. And, you know, the strange sounds might actually get you a, 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 a little bit of inspiration Mm-hmm. Um, Devo is timeless. You'll you'll get you'll get a, a D six to use on your on your attack and uh, save rolls. Oh, a one D six plus two. Let's say yeah. if you're if you're playing a different edition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like I was like he's going for the actual exact math of inspiration. I think. <laughs> well, my favorite, well, I all I know on fifth edition is just the one D six, and that's it. Right. And then I think that was after fourth, maybe. Yes. Became, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm also I a was bard. a rogue. Can I roll to check traps? That was pretty much what I asked our dungeon master. Also a bard that, and like who I was yelling at. Like I, like, I don't know. I learned that from watching Critical Role. That being said, <laughs> enough D&D breakers. I have things to say, but I'm not going to say them. Yes. Critical Role is a fun show. You should check out. Uh, that being said... Uh, Devo. Those are our thoughts on Devo. Those are our conclusive thoughts. Uh, now we get to the main event of the evening. 
what we've all been waiting for. We get to our haiku reviews. Uh, let's see how we start this. I'll start with Drew. Drew, what is your haiku? The new wave right here does all you could want of it. Perfect Kent music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Sounds of an era that transcend their origins. A very good band. Mm-hmm. Uh, my haiku. Good quirky pop tunes with some good musicianship and will make you dance. Uh, that's about the best as I could do. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? Weird for the weirdos. Smarter than you think you are. Classic rock music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that brings us, you know, that, those are our thoughts on Devo. Go check it out. Go play Record Breakers, the home game. You can find it on our Spotify playlist if you haven't already listened to it. Uh, go check it out there. Uh, on that Spotify playlist uh, will also be our next week's record, which we've provided by none other than Drew. Drew, what do you got for us next week? Um, I, I was thinking about going with another Ohio band. Um, just to sort of give a big old finger to Brett for taking uh, probably one of my favorite Ohio bands, if not my favorite Ohio band. Um, but I decided that instead of that, I would go into another band that I would consider very influential. Um, as Devo was influential for New Wave, uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston's were very influential for Third Wave Ska. So we're going to do Let's Face It. Probably let's their biggest album. Let's face it. We'll talk about Let's Face It. Uh, and that will be for next week. Uh, looking forward to that discussion. A little bit Mighty Mighty Boston's. A little bit of uh, uh, Dickie going. Uh, the dude dancing. And the ska. And the fun. Uh, but that will be next week. And this is this week. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at HibbityBibbity.HIBBITYBBIBBARD. Drew is at X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at Four Record Breakers. That's the number four Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. We want to email us. YouTube.com slash TV. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. I think we're, we're, we're tickling on 100. I would love to get to 100 by, you know, real soon. Uh, so that would be a nice little benchmark for me. Maybe for Pete. We do this show for us. But if you enjoy it, yes, enjoy it with us. <laughs> let me let me give myself a pat on the back and say I've got a hundred subscribers on something, and that'd be cool. Uh, that's it. Do all the things: share, like, subscribe. Uh, until next time. Hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>